Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave Kias, along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and my co-host. He has two times, that's right, two, two times, times, won the U.S. National Brisket Championship titles at the Chest to Chest Invitational Pitmaster All the Time of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Gronerman. And guys, before we get started... Uh, they've got all the, the, the tough things going down in Florida right now with the hurricanes and so forth. And I noticed on our local news here in Kansas City that our good friend of the show, Stan Hayes and Operation Barbecue Relief, is down there in Florida right now. Yes, they have deployed. They have deployed. So uh, if you've never been to their website, you'd like to donate some money or at any point ever volunteer for them. They can always use the, the manpower, um, but they can certainly use your financial help. Uh, just go to OperationBBQRelief.com. I'm sorry, dot org. I always get that mixed up. OperationBBQRelief.org and help out Stan Hayes and his wonderful organization of Operation Barbecue Relief, which, right, like I said, is down in Florida as we speak. Now, here... It's a different story. Barbecue Radio Network, we've got somebody who is Australia to Austin to... Well, piping in here at Kansas City, Jess Priles is our guest. We've been talking about her for quite a while, and she's got a great name, Hardcore Carnivore. <laughs> <laughs> and it's accurate. It is accurate. It, it, we're not going to be talking Brussels sprouts today, okay? <laughs> um, not that I don't like Brussels sprouts, but uh, she does live fire cook. She's an author, TV personality, specializing, of course, in all things meat. Um, you can check out her website, which is justpriles.com, and that's Priles, P-R-Y-L-E-S, dot com, and they've got all kinds of great things on there, accessories, rubs and seasoning, barbecue tools, clothing, and her book, her cookbook, which is excellent, Hardcore Carnivore, and we'll be talking to Jess in the second and third segment coming up, so I'm looking forward to that. And her lovely little accent, by the way. I'm just going to bring it up now and get in trouble. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I got engaged to a woman because of an accent. So <laughs> Relax. Relax, Dave. Relax. Take a breath. It's, and now you have cats. Now so I have there's cats. that. <laughs> and as I always say, two more cats, and I'm officially the cat lady up the street. Upcoming guest, by the way, next week we got Brad Wise. Excited to have him. He's doing the Santa Maria-style open flame barbecuing, which is, I, I'm excited to talk about that oh obviously, yeah obviously andy you've done that a lot love so, open fire yeah, cooking i love talking about that and this segment or this show andy's gonna be talking about fall drinks because what it's finally fall it is fall seems oh. like it took forever oh i oh yeah okay fall autumn okay i, I thought you meant you know drinks that'll make you fall well oh, some of these might these uh <laughs> these will be a combination of both <laughs> we're gonna do a batched we're gonna talk about a batched cocktail that you can use for one of your parties and we're gonna talk about mm. a, a and of course these are all gonna be bourbon cocktails because fall <laughs> lends course. itself to bourbon it, it's just like a That's warm true. kentucky hug <laughs> That 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 we won't call HR on you. So, uh, (laughs) T Bone, what's been going on with you? Uh, Other other than I understand you had a couple of margaritas yesterday. Speaking of fall drinks, yeah, I got a new uh, ninja. 
blender. Oh, did you really? The first thing I did, wow. you know, they take oh. it out of the box. And, oh, this is funny. Okay, so some people would, would, you know, they do like a smoothie, something healthy. What did T-Bone do? <laughs> I sliced my finger wide oh, open on those blades. Oh, man. That, that's not that, the right answer. That in the manual tells you be careful caution <laughs> these puppies are sharp so did you have to put the uh, blender and your hand in the dishwasher at the same time i i had to do a butterfly strip i mean i oh, wow i wow. had direct pressure on for like 15 minutes really yes he'd I, also he told you he drank a pitcher of margaritas right no no i hadn't gotten that I far say, yet. I, oh. this is this is pre could you imagine afterwards this yeah just, i thought this was the cleanup afterwards <laughs> and he had all that alcohol in his bloodstream and it was is, just bleeding this was just taking it out of the box <laughs> <laughs> this and, was and because he was so excited that he was gonna make mar- margaritas that he cut himself in the process but i'll tell you what that that thing is a wonder it's it's just a brilliant machine and and just make and i did make i've made like about four smoothies already well and then andy you've talked about making salsas with those right yeah i've got a vitamix which essentially should probably be similar it's got a big massive motor with a you know metal (laughs) gear that you can you can actually make so. soup in a Vitamix. It spins so fast it will heat the liquid and oh my and gosh! Cook it. I think it's like twelve hundred watts. Yeah, yeah, they're massive. <laughs> it's but ridiculous. You the, could put that on the back of your boat and just go around the lake with that. <laughs> but much like T Bone, the real reason you get that is so that you can have the smoothest ice, you know, frozen margarita that oh. you can get because it crushes the ice so fast and so evenly that you get this you only get that type of a slushy type margarita frozen margarita out of a commercial type right. machine it, like it's that. finer than a slurpee wow it was just amazing by the by the way at uh, uh, at when you're doing comedy shows we call those the electronic hecklers because you'd be up on stage and you're about to do a joke and then somebody orders a, a strawberry daiquiri and it's like and it's like all right what idiot ordered a strawberry daiquiri while I'm trying to do a comedy show? Which weren't you at the hideaway recently? Uh, the hideaway. Oh, yeah, I was over in Shawnee. Yeah. Yeah. I was not in town. I missed it. I apologize. Oh, that's all right. So did everybody else. But <laughs> <laughs> we, had a, we had a fun show, though. Okay. I do have some business, though, okay. to, to attend to sure. real quick. Sure. Barbecue Radio Network is looking for a salesperson. Oh, yes. To uh, represent us in the barbecue game. So if you're interested, just just contact us. Commissions as high as 40%. Oh, okay. T-Bunch so, is up the number. Just, just get, and, and here's getting the, your attention. And, and here's the thing, because we're, we broadcast all over the country. Anybody listening to us, you can do this remotely. So you work from home. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll provide Commission you. Commission based on experience. We will provide you with what you need. It, Sales experience would really be helpful, and especially if you've done national radio sales experience, would even be better. But yeah, it's a very generous commission, and you get to talk, call people, and talk about barbecue. So that's a pretty good what deal. What could be better? What could be better? All right, so we're going to run out of time, but let's get to it real quick. Let's do our Ask Andy segment, sponsored by our September barbecue sauce of the month, which is Smoke on Wheels. Pork marinade and injection that you can get at all things barbecue. Check out their website, atbbq.com. T-Bone, what do you got for us? Andy. Yes, sir. I want to get away from propane and explore charcoal and wood cooking. What would you recommend as far as a non-pellet cooker goes to experiment with this? Let's say under a $1,000 budget. 
and that's from Chuck Davis in Kansas City. And you Ooh. have and you have seventy five seconds. So, I mean, my how many did he say? How many people he's going to feed with this oh, thing? He Can it did be a, not. Good okay. question. So, uh, you know, probably one of my favorite charcoal pits, which is really versatile, is a hasty bake. But I think the the bigger one has crept over a thousand at this point. So the smaller one, which I have one of, it's called a suburban, um, phenomenal pit. And you can smoke on it, grill, bake. You can do all of it on there. It is charcoal based and you can use wood to add flavor. Um, so a hasty bake would be great. A good old Weber would also be phenomenal. And then there's the K4L. This is not a, uh, a, a paid endorsement, but the K4L uh, Kelly Grill. Pretty that new. Thing is, it's yeah, pretty new yeah, on the market. It's brand new on the market, and it is $499 and yeah. very versatile. That's oh, amazing. Wow. It's a drum-style cooker. And I assume it will last, last you a long time, too. Friend of the show, right? Kelly Wirtz. Uh-huh. Uh, he just put those on the market, and uh, I've looked at one. They're pretty cool. Nice. They are. They are. They're very cool. I haven't cooked on one yet, but I've looked at one. And and you could cook on one if you wanted to. Oh, we could. We could. <laughs> hey, thanks so much, Chuck. We're going to send you our September barbecue sauce of the month. Smoke on wheels, pork marinade, and injection. And you can get that at All Things Barbecue. And their website is atbbq.com. Coming up, very excited to have Jess Pryles. We are talking hardcore carnivore. She's an author. She's a TV personality. And, of course, she is a barbecuer. And she's coming up next. Check her out at jesspryles.com here on Barbecue Radio Network. You love food. And when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. Dave Caius, along with Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. Very excited to have our guest this week. She is the hardcore carnivore. She's done all kinds of live fire cooking. She's an author, TV personality, specializing, of course, in all things meat. You want to check out her website, which is jessprials.com. That's J-E-S-S, Pryles, P-R-Y-L-E-S.com. There's accessories rubs and seasonings, barbecue tools, clothing, and her book that she will sign for you. Right, Jess? I will, absolutely. Okay, and her book she'll sign for you, Hardcore Carnivore. Uh, It's Jess Pryles. Jess, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm stoked to be here. Well, we're very excited to have you. We've been talking about you for several weeks of being on the show, and I've been keeping up with you. And before we we get right into to, to the meat science, which I'm very excited, one real quick thing. We were joking about this, but you're from Australia. You live in, in Austin, and you have kind of a, um, what do you call it, a, a hybrid accent now? Yeah, it's a textiles accent. I got the best of both worlds. <laughs> well, you can have any accent you want on this show, okay? Uh, Excellent. We're, we're just happy when people speak English, so we're, we, we get thrilled with that. But <laughs> but let's let's dig into this. I want you and Andy to dig into this, talking about meat science. Aren't you like, are you teaching a course right now with Iowa State University? 
I'm taking a course. Oh, you're right taking now, a so course at Iowa State. Yeah, okay. it's um, it's uh, I'm completing a graduate program in meat science. Oh, cool. um, I didn't even know when I went to university the first time around that that was an option. Neither, a lot neither. of people don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just like in getting more passionate about barbecue and meat, I kind of fell down the rabbit hole of meat science and wanted to learn more. So I went. I went. Uh, I went full bore down that road. Well, there's, we there's so many different paths to to look at and understand. Um, what's what's kind of been your driver? What was your specialty that you're kind of driving towards? Um, you know, usually you split up into either fresh meat or processed meat, and I I would be in the fresh meat camp. I think that's the most fascinating. Um, I I just love the. You know, barbecue is so unpredictable, right? I mean, that's the whole interesting part about competition barbecue. You're taking something with so many variables and trying to make it so precise. And everyone asks, you know, what temperature? When's it ready? And, you know, it's ready when it's ready. (laughs) But the meat science part can offer you, maybe not for barbecue all the way, but it can offer you some definitive answers. And I think that I really like that part of things. Well, and it can help do things to drive some of that consistency in what you're looking for you know how you age the meat and whether you age it wet or dry because it'll change the flavor profile of it so if you're looking for a specific flavor profile right getting whether it's the anaerobes or the aerobic bacteria that are creating fun things going on uh all of that kind of stuff it's to me it's just super exciting uh all the different things you can consider and look at there yeah there i mean that's the thing there's so much stuff that happens before we even get our hands on it as cooks that determines, you know, the success and the quality of the meat, um, pH level at time of slaughter, breed, genetics, um, it, it, it's, you know, stress or, or not pre-slaughter, water holding capacity. It's, it's incredible, honestly. <laughs> what, in your opinion, are things that our listeners should look for? So when they go shopping for meat, if they're going to their butcher shop or if they're headed to the market what are some of the things that will help them get the best product every time? Uh, so one of the things, you know, we, we look at is the type of, of store you're shopping at in the first place. So do you have somewhere with a fresh meat counter where the meat is free and in oxygen? Um, or is it something where it's going to be under films or in seals? Um, I definitely love cooking a fresh steak from a meat counter. That There's just something about it. It does perform a little bit differently with the cooking. Um, but in terms of longevity and freshness, buying something in vacuum seal is always going to be your best bet because as soon as that meat is exposed to oxygen, it does start uh, degrading. And so vacuum seal kind of pauses or extends that, that shelf time and it can tenderize it at the same time. So you give yourself more options, especially if you're somewhere you know you're shopping, maybe they don't have the, the highest turnover. That's going to be really important. What do you think, bringing that up, the highest turnover, uh, what do you think mm-hmm. the impact of like a wet age, if it's sitting in that cryo longer, how, what's kind of your optimal time frame to, to put some of that extra age on it? So wet aging is really interesting because the, the research that we do have about it um, suggests that it nearly falls off a cliff after 28 days in terms of impact. And we also know that it can have a negative 
uh, effect if it goes on too long, where it'll start sort of denaturing and becoming quite mushy. And then you get into unpleasant textures. So for me, um, you know, I think any two, two to three weeks is, is the most that you'll need. Um, I get into fights all the time with people about wet aging brisket. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And, and if you don't mind, I want to jump in real quick. You, you said a word that I have not really thought about. We've talked about so many different things with steaks and so forth over, over the years of barbecue radio network. But texture, when I'm eating a steak, that's something I don't really think about. But that's highly important is the texture when, when you're eating the meat. It's highly important. And, you know, I mentioned water holding capacity earlier. The texture has a lot to do with not merely the tenderness, but actually how much water it's holding in there and the juiciness. So we perceive juiciness as being more tender as well. And then obviously when you go into really high-end stuff like Wagyu, uh, where you've got a lot of intense marbling, that is going to affect tenderness as well because fat is basically less has less resistance than muscle fiber. But it's not going to make a huge difference between something like a select to a choice. Yeah, and the, the interesting thing about about that wet age time frame is uh, you also the the longer it goes, it's creating sour flavors in the meat. Um, just, yeah, yeah. So so that. If you're if that's what you're going for that 28 day window you may want to take it all the way there versus an, an open or a dry age you're getting more of the nuttier flavors because of of what is happening with the meat so you you're changing the texture you're getting uh, a little bit more of a sour flavor and the the interesting part is the mushiness right if and there's ways to try and combat that that's why if you've got a poor quality product sometimes they'll inject phosphates into it to get more moisture into it to try and help combat some of that. Um, and those are the things we try and avoid, but it's out there. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. So it's funny because we're like, oh, those are the things we try and avoid. But honestly, like the way that I've been taught it and the way that I approach it now, it's like anything like what, what can we do to increase the quality so more Americans have access to better quality meat? And phosphates, as you mentioned, are just another thing that can attract and bind water. They're particularly necessary in processed meats to keep things juicy in emulsions um, and, and just to get that final kind of texture and snap. I mean, who would have thought that so much goes into bologna, right? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there, there is an aspect where if we can increase the overall quality of the product um that animal has also you know been served better in in giving its life because someone's going to have more enjoyment out of it so i think that's the cool part that meat science can bring to the table as well um getting back to the brisket thing you know the way that i like to explain it is dry aging increases flavor and tenderness wet aging only increases tenderness but if you let it go too long can have negative effects on flavor usually the sourness can often um, I guess burn off for lack of a better expression once you open that bag and put it back in an aerobic environment and those bacteria have a chance to kind of mingle and, and um, disperse Jess I'm gonna I hate to jump in here in the middle hold you keep that thought because we're gonna get right okay. back with Jess Pryles check her out at JessPryles.com and she's got a new product talking next on Barbecue Radio Network Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. 
One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone, and our co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Andy Groneman. We are with very, well, I'm sorry, I'm going to get in trouble for this, the very lovely Jess Piles. But Jess, I've seen your videos. I'm sorry. You and the accent. How, how did? Quick question. How did your husband catch you? Because that man is the luckiest man in the world. Uh, you know, he's six four. He's a Texan, and if you ever see me, sometimes I post about him. He kind of looks like a modern day Tom Selleck. So, aside from the fact that he's just very good looking, he's got a great personality, and he likes to eat my food. So, well, we're kind of a match made in heaven. Well, there you go. I would like to eat your food, so I got one out of four. So I'm ready there to go here. Go. <laughs> hey Jess, uh, your website, which people need to go to, it's JessPriles.com. That's J-E-S-S-P-R-Y-L-E-S. Uh, you got some accessories on there. Oh, uh, some fantastic rubs and seasonings, barbecue tools, clothing, and of course your book, Hardcore Carnivore, which, by the way, she will sign for you if you purchase the book through her website. Um, but you're getting ready to, you've just introduced a new product, right? Yes, we just released a brand new product and it's really exciting because it's the first time we've ever released a sauce. Um, and it's specifically a burnt ends sauce. Oh. So I've been working on this for nearly two years. It just came out. I try and only add things to the line that I think like serve a purpose. So I wasn't just going to do, you know, there's some great barbecue sauces out there already and I didn't need to add to the market there. But this is basically an all-in-one solution. You know, it replaces the butter, the broth, the sauce. It's, it's the everything in one to be a burnt end sauce. Really? So what what uh, what's that predominant flavor in it that really brings out like the burn end? It's more about the texture. So it's got obviously it's quite sweet because that's what we we expect from burn end. It's got that meat candy vibes, you know. Um, but it's also balanced with some really light heat that you don't really taste. It's just there for balance and a little bit of smokiness. But it's really thick and rich and glossy and we actually had to work with some food scientists because what i was finding and and some of your listeners might have experienced is sometimes when you heat certain sauces they're not designed to be reheated and they can change their texture and kind of either get gummy or split and they don't end up having the consistency that you want them to so we worked really hard on a sauce that you can either pour straight on as they do some places in Kansas City, you know, just just toss them in sauce and serve them, as y'all would know. Um, <laughs> and then there's other places where they'll actually be returned to the smoker to caramelize further. And this does both of that without you having to add in a ton of extra ingredients. And, and that's a big deal. We talk about that all the time. If you overheat that sauce, it can break. And mm-hmm. once it breaks, the flavor changes and typically whatever the acid is comes forward. So if it's tomato, like you can take a sauce that's very complex and smoky. And when you're, if it breaks in the pit, it's going to taste like marinara by the time. And it also you- just doesn't have, yeah. Like, you know, it, it, 
that look, it sort of gets that dull appearance as well. It loses its gloss. Yes, absolutely. And I think that's a really big part of burnt ends. They look like little jewels sitting yeah, there. Yeah, I'm excited plate, to so. try this because we, t- I mean, we teach that constantly in classes not to break the sauce. And so mm-hmm. to be able to have one that's designed to take that heat and caramelize and not break, that's pretty special. Mm-hmm. Jess, what's the name of the sauce? It's, are you ready? Yep. It's called burnt end sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so that was done by committee, obviously. A lot That's of you right. sat around. That's right. had a we few, took a vote. Had a few beers ago. What are we going to call it? Well, by the way, the, the name of your book and, and your whole uh, marketing, Hardcore Carnivore, that's genius, by the way. I, I mean, I, I love that. Who came up with that concept? I came up with it. I launched the company on my own and, uh, you know, I was kind of banding around the words hardcore carnivore because I was posting so much about meat as all of us do. And it just kind of made sense. And the funny thing these days is, you know, I get a lot of folks from the carnivore diet who are like, there's potatoes in your cookbook. That's not carnivore. I'm (laughs) like, hey, you know, I was actually around before the diet got super popular, but I like to think they'll still get some tips out of it. Well, and and the the name just fits too. I'm trying to remember the what was the early magazine that you had a great uh, cover shot on with the with the butcher cleaver and what what there was something in australia i don't even it was like when we i was doing the carnivores ball in australia yes yes and i so so the whole hardcore carnivore thing when when i saw you launch that brand i went yeah that i mean but that picture that that picture is what came to mind every time you know i just i hear that you've got a one of your rubs that i wanted to talk about though too cuz i i think it would be good for for some of the folks to understand some of what goes on and like you said with the sauce you're you're very purposeful in what the reason that you put it out so i want to talk about your amplify rub mm-hmm. because i think people need to understand about some of that savory element and what that brings to the table especially with meat you know, it's funny because Amplify is like our redheaded stepchild because it, it's one of those things where, like you said, we called it burnt end sauce just because I learned early on the hard way not to try and get creative. Our chili lime is called Michelada, which we thought was super creative. And most people don't get it and it just complicates things. <laughs> Amplify is kind of like that too. It, I basically just wanted to come up with like a mega umami savory hit that you can add to anything. So we call it, we call it the flavor dust. And it's got, um, it's got chicken fat powder, it's got uh, yeast extract, soy, just all of these really yummy, salty, meaty flavors. And the way that I cook with it, add it to everything. So I'll add it to dips, I'll put it on broccoli to roast it. If I'm doing like seasoned flour to fry things, Amplify goes in there. So it's one of those things uh, where it's hard to tell people how to cook with it because a lot of folks aren't so creative and 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 uh brave in the kitchen i guess you would say so they struggle if it doesn't say you know cajun seasoning or beef seasoning but i'm glad you brought it up because it's sort of one of those if you know you know products so we're talking with jess priles hardcore carnivore and we've got about three minutes left we wanted to kind of talk about um before we get too far gone we've talked about your new sauce we're talking about kind of some of those flavors and excitement there and and I think it's really important that 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 umami piece is is gets into people's dishes. Um, what are some other things maybe that people are going to see in the cookbook that will give them uh, some more tools, if you will, to to help really up their game? 
Yeah. And, you know, the cookbook's actually quite a few years old now. And I would definitely kind of do a shout out to encourage people to follow me on social media because that's kind of become the new the new content. I put out a lot of meat myth busting, a lot of recipes there. So it's a lot more sort of dynamic and up to date. But what I love about the cookbook is it's kind of full of classics. So the best chicken fried steak, um, some basics on reverse sear, one of my favorite cuts of beef, Terrace Major. So there's simple stuff in there like pickle brine chicken nuggets all the way through to, you know, some more hidden secret meat nerd stuff. And I think it's kind of stood the test of time. Hey, Jess, besides your website, uh, JessPriles.com, what other ways can they follow you on social media? So uh, all my accounts are my name as well, Jess Priles. I'm on all of them, all of them. I don't even need to say it. <laughs> just, <laughs> um, just, Google, probably... just Google Jess Priles and you can find everything is what you're saying. Exactly. And then Hardcore Carnivore has its own accounts as well. So if you're more just into looking at pictures of really sexy meat, I would go there. <laughs> and you mentioned Terrace Major. That is one of my favorites as well. And especially with the way meat prices have increased, it is a phenomenal cut that's super tender, uh, at half the price or less of a filet. Um, what are you finding that more in stores now? Is it is it more readily available, or is it still really only restaurants? And it's we got really about one minute. We got about one minute, Jess. All right, I'll, I'll make it quick. It's really only in restaurants, and that's the really hard thing about this, and that's where I talk a lot uh, on social media. Um, you know, you, it's only as much as people demand it they'll they'll supply. So some of them can be hard to find, and that's why I like to talk about stuff people can find. Very nice, very nice. This has been such so, so much fun talking to Jess. Jess, a really originally from Australia, now in Austin, and just the best of both worlds there. And you can need to check out her website, which is JessPriles.com. You can get rubs, you can get her uh, book, um, seasonings, her new pro, uh, uh, sauce that she just came out for burn ends, everything you need to know, and you can Google her and follow her on social media. Jess Piles, again, thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Cheers, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers back to you. We're going to be talking to Andy about fall drinks coming up next on Barbecue Radio Network. Barbecue Radio Network with Dave Caius and Andy Groneman. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com. You've got the Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits, both commercial and now residential for you backyard barbecuers. Again, check them out at oldhickorypits.com. And please support your local barbecue joints, like if you're ever in Marshalltown, Iowa, which I have done comedy in Marshalltown. Andy, have you ever been to Marshalltown? Yes, I have. And man, there's not... T-Bone, there's not a town that he's never been in. I we have, have cooked barbecue. We've cooked barbecue in a lot of places in <laughs> Iowa. Mason <laughs> City, Marshalltown, you name it. We've been to all of those. Uh, there's a lot of great barbecue going on in Iowa. And you know my not. comedy career, I am big in Iowa, just for the record. If anybody's huge nope. in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if you're ever in Marshalltown, Iowa, check out Smoking G's Barbecue Restaurant and Catering. 
located at 25 West Main Street. Check out their Southern Pride Sandwich. And while you're in Marshalltown, Iowa, be sure to listen to us on News Talk KFJB 1230 AM and 93.9 FM. And you can check out their website at 1230kfjb.com. And we're now, of course, Andy Groderman, our reserve grand champion at the American Royal Open, which is, of course, happening this weekend. Crazy times in Kansas City. And it's time for Andy to come up with our all time all things barbecue spotlight. All things barbecue has the tools and accessories you need to cook up the kind of barbecue that will have your neighbors hopping over the fence to get a taste. Get fired up at their website, atbbq.com. That's atbbq.com. Andy, what do you got for a product spotlight? So whether it is for the American Royal, where you're out cooking on pavement, burning meat <laughs> at a parking lot, or whether you are at a tailgate doing the same thing, mm-hmm. Uh, disposable cutting boards oh. from Smoky Mountain Smokers are a phenomenal product. Yep. Because I don't know if you've done this, but if you're out at your tailgate and you've got the one big Lexan cutting board, or maybe you've got a wooden cutting board and you have your raw chicken wings on it, mm-hmm. and then you sit there and scrub it and scrub it and bleach it and scrub it and try and get all of the raw chicken juice off of it so you can use it to cut up your cooked stuff. Right. Well, you don't have to do that with a disposable board. You can have raw on one, chuck it, throw it away, and then you've got a fresh board for your done product. You don't have to worry about any cross-contamination. And I just read an article. I can't remember where it was. I think I was going to print it up and bring it in. Something about that, somebody getting sick from doing that, and that's the perfect it's, way to go. It is. It is a great way to go. So that is my suggestion is to... Uh, Get disposable cutting boards. Smoky Mountain Smokers disposable cutting Perfect. Boards. And you can get them at All Things Barbecue. Go to their website. They got everything you need. ATBBQ.com. That's ATBBQ.com. Speaking of needing everything that you need, uh, Andy, we, we, we pinned him to talk about fall drinks or drinks for the fall or drinks that make you fall. Uh, <laughs> all the above all the above <laughs> but uh you know and and the thing is you know one of the things we we have joked about in the past is you know okay uh, you're, you're making you know you're making a hamburger how, how 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 long does that take oh that's one beer well you're doing a 12-hour brisket well that's <laughs> one of these times we'll bring on a true mixologist as a guest oh. and dive deep into what makes great cocktails and and drinks because Honestly, part of every good barbecue is, you know, what's being imbibed as part of that weekend, whether it's just a cold beer out of the cooler. Like you heard Rodney Scott say when we were talking to him, you know, he keeps a separate cooler with the beer ice down so that it's ready to roll right when the party starts. Right. That's right. So it's as important as the meat a lot of times. And so for for me, I love to have kind of seasonal cocktails that roll into mm-hmm. what I'm doing, if, especially if it's something that you can batch into bigger amounts so that if you're having a holiday party, you can have it ready and you're not mixing and shaking and doing all of that kind of... So you can, like if you're having friends over for a barbecue, you could have this ready to go and then they go, here you go. And then everybody starts drinking, including yourself. Absolutely. Now, you're do, you have not- my, do you have my diet Dr. Pepper set aside so I can drink heavy? Yes. Yes, I've got that for you. I've got that. So what is this drink you're talking about? Well, so we've, so number one, we're heading into fall. So Mm -hmm. I'd like to add some fall flavors. So whether that is adding some apple and cinnamon and like apple pie type stuff, or whether it's kind of going uh, with 
the star anises and the nutmegs and all of that to create something that's got a little bit of kick to it. So, you know, you've got a couple of different things that you can do there. So the the key is, you know, you're you're thinking aromatics, you've got good aromatic spices, and then, you know, what do you want to do with that? So there's a drink out of New York uh, from the happiest hour, which is a bar in New York called fall from the tree. <laughs> and it is a great, um, uh, tribute to fall. So okay. you can start with, I like to start with bourbon, but again, this is kind of a, Hold on. Andy likes to start with bourbon. When I did, know. When did that happen? I know it's a new thing. <laughs> You've never seen me do that and, before. And by the way, let me just interject too. I, I mentioned this for a backyard thing. This is also perfect for, uh, tailgating too, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry Because you that. want to hop in a car after you've been drinking. Well, okay. <laughs> Piles of cocktails all Hang afternoon. On. I'm the idiot that's drinking the Diet Dr. Pepper that gets stuck driving you guys home. So, you yeah, know. so as long, that's what I was going to say. As long as you've got a designated yes. driver, cocktail yes. away. Let me just say you're welcome, okay? <laughs> so you're going to start with, uh, and for me, it would be bourbon. If you're mm-hmm. If you like more of a rum- type flavor you could use a rum but i i like to start with bourbon and then you're going to take uh fresh apple juice lemon juice because you need that acid in there right Mm -hmm. Uh, a dash of bitters and just good old aromatic bitters like uh bitter truth makes a great one reagan's makes a great one just regular old aromatic bitters uh and then instead of regular simple syrup you can infuse the simple syrup with cinnamon oh nice so uh, and to make a simple syrup, by the way, you can just do one-to-one uh, sugar and water. You heat that, dissolve the sugar, and then you create that simple syrup that you would use in your cocktails, right? Mm-hmm. So if I want a cinnamon one, I might break up an entire full-size cinnamon stick or two of those half sticks and let those steep in that syrup as it's uh, you know, melting down those and sugars. May I add, too, once you've had enough bourbon, try saying the word cinnamon. Okay, cinnamon, because that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we we mix that and down and and then cool the syrup after you make it mm-hmm. right. But now you've got your own cinnamon syrup. It'll last for a couple of weeks in the fridge. Okay, um, but you can take your um, your bourbon, and if you really wanted to go bigger on the apple, you could even use something like an apple jack. But for me, a, a good bourbon, apple juice, cinnamon, lemon juice, dash of bitters. And then we just stir that on the rocks in a in a uh, you know a container for or your know, case, give it a good your 30, case, 40 a, seconds. A bucket from Home Depot. Or a bucket from Home Depot, <laughs> 30, 40 seconds, and then you can strain that right into a coupe glass and phenomenal way to kind of kick off. And if you want to garnish with a cinnamon stick or a mm-hmm. dried apple wedge, you can do that, or you can just, you know, hand the drink off. Another good option, though, is to take and go with those other flavors I was talking about. And if you want to get more bitter and more interesting with it, I'd start with a rye whiskey that's mm-hmm. got all kinds of spice in it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you use an Amaro, like a Montenegro Amaro that's going to have sweet and bitter. So you'll get some dried citrus and cherries out of that thing. Um, and then make a like a chai spice simple syrup. But instead of using water, start with ginger beer. Okay. And reduce down ginger beer and have your cinnamon and nutmeg and all of those you know, peppercorns even. You're going to have all of that in there to get that chai vibe going. And then you can take that. And again, I'm going to mix 
you know, my whiskey and the Amaro, about one and a half ounces of whiskey to an ounce of Amaro, about a half an ounce of that uh, chai infused simple syrup. And then if you want to, you can add just a little bit of ginger ale or ginger beer to give it a little effervescence. And again, we're going to just strain that right into a rocks glass after we stir it. You can put it on one big cube if you want and throw a star anise in with it. Little simple garnish, but lots of good (laughs) fall cocktails to be had, starting with some good old brown liquor. You know, we just had Jess Piles on talking about the uh, science of meat or meat science, and now we've just done the science of fall drinks there you <laughs> Every, go everything you've done with that 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 sounds very good i we knew you were a barbecue expert we didn't know you were a drink expert yeah we knew that anyway well, you you'd said alcoholic before i like drink expert sounds <laughs> sounds way better dave i like that anyway the good stuff from andy groderman thank you so much for that uh, speaking of jess piles uh just such a great guest and you want to check out her website, which is JessPriles.com. And she's got all kinds of products, including that new sauce for uh, burnt ends that sounds absolutely delicious. And With again, the amazing name. Yes, burnt burnt end sauce. sauce. (laughs) That took about two weeks to come up with that. Anyway, check her out at JustPiles.com. Next week, be sure to tune in as we got Brad Wise on the show and talking chili here on Barbecue Radio Network. Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform every Thursday.